What's good, everybody? Hopefully, everyone is doing all right. Um, this is your boy, Cam, from the Between Two Dibs podcast. Hopefully, y'all had a wonderful July 4th weekend. I know right now, it's kind of kind of scary times right now with this COVID-19 stuff. All the cases are spiking up again. And actually, it's worse now than it was in March or whatever time it was where things were like getting really crazy and the cases were really bad. If y'all got to go out, definitely wear your mask. But try to stay inside as much as you can, you know, at least until this stuff dies down. I was wrong. I thought this stuff would blow over or die down by now, and it hasn't. Hopefully, by the end of the year, we'll have some recovery, and, you know, we can actually go out and do some things. But today's guests, I got Lauren and Kevin Deal from July 5. Both of them, real good people. All the time I've, I've chatted with them on social media, and I just had to get on my show so without further ado, uh, what's good, y'all? Hey. hey, Cam, how you doing? Not bad, not bad. So tell me more about yourselves, like, you know, kind of how y'all got started with that. So the name of our company is called July 5, and it pretty much started from just our desire to create an opportunity that we didn't see readily available to us. We see a lot of from Kevin working in web development and freelancing and me coming over to the interior design side, we see a lot of people in these positions that don't look like us. And we just wanted to create a space where we could build brands and businesses for African-Americans and their companies and things like that. So the name July 5 kind of is the merge of, that's our wedding date. So it's the merge of us two, him being on the web development side, me being on the interior design side, and kind of the branding that bridges those two things together. And that's how we came up with our agency. And we also wanted to give creatives of color an opportunity to work on projects um, and to land freelance jobs. So that's why we're also a design collaborative. So whenever we have a client that has needs that we might not be able to give or have an expertise in, we reach out to those people within our network to pull from to just create the best projects we can. Yeah, I think it's good to have a table for us to all sit at. And that's the opportunity we're trying to provide at July 5. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Like, I, I know I, I was like, when I heard about the idea of y'all starting the agency, I was like, man, that's, that's dope. Because I kind of like think this, I'm kind of doing the same thing with my podcast. I'm giving people a platform because there's not really a lot of black podcasts out there. Like there just is not, especially in tech, like even more so in that aspect. So right. like, I just wanted to have an opportunity where people can come in Share what they, what you know, their story, like their background, you know, because all of us have different backgrounds, different stories, and a lot of us we didn't come for money. So, like, if you have someone like that that's like able to share like a similar story or background from where you came from, it motivates you because you know, I know growing up, like I thought only way to make a lot of money is to be a ball player, a lawyer, a doctor, something like that. I didn't think that you ever make the type of money you can make doing this type of work, like whether that's design work but as web development, just anything, like even tech related in general, it's just crazy. But like, I kind of want to ask y'all like, so how did, I know y'all like collaborate together, but I know a lot of couples don't really do stuff together like that. Like like what caused y'all to make that move working together as opposed to working separately? Yeah, I think for me, and this is free knowledge for any young (laughs) men out there, is smart, intelligent Black women make great life partners and great business partners. So there's some free game (laughs) for that. I think that had a lot to do with it. She's creative and a business mind. And so 
it's like, why wouldn't I want to do this with her? But I think it's challenging, but it's it's a lot of fun when you get to work with people that you love and are close to you. And so it's like, let's make money doing that. <laughs> but like, right. And I think too, a part of our desire and our goals for ourselves is kind of to have a lifestyle that we have autonomy over. And so for that, I think going into business together allows us to build something that will allow us to dictate how we want our lives to be versus how a job is going to dictate how our lives will go or circumstances will dictate how our lives will go. Being able to build something you know, will allow us to maybe go live in another country for a period of time or go live in another state or something along those lines. Um, just being able to be freer in our time. Yeah. And this, I guess this question is more directed to, towards you, Lauren, but so like, how long have you been like in like the interior design space before you actually did, like did this July 5 uh, concept that y'all are going towards? Well, I would want to say forever. <laughs> it really started uh, with a love of the Sims. I used to play that when I was younger all the time and I wouldn't play it to for the the people connection I would just use the cheat codes to get as much money as I could to build the mansions and the rooms that I really desired and that even translated into me always proposing to my mom a new room that I want to decorate in the house and unfortunately for college I didn't go that route because I was I Like you said earlier, I didn't believe that you could make a lot of money within design, neither did my parents. Um, so they kind of, you know, pushed me to something else. But uh, in 2015, I bought my first home and it was my grandfather's home, but it was completely outdated. And so I renovated the home from top to bottom. It's three floors and a lot of different rooms. And so that re-sparked my passion for interior design. And then I just kept the ball rolling from there. And then eventually enrolled in school to get my BFA in interior design. So Lauren, can you expand on like your education that kind of gotten you to where you are today? Tell me more about that. Um, Yeah, well, actually because of, so I have my master's in business as well. So because I've had degrees already. I didn't really want to bog myself down with a lot of student loans. So I wanted to go with an option that I felt would be well-rounded, but also I'm much of a learner on my own, so I don't need a lot of hand-holding with learning. So I decided to enroll in a program called Rocky Mountain College of Art and Design. And they actually allow you, they're the only CIDA accredited online program besides the Art Institute that allows you to get your bachelor's of fine arts and interior design. And that was really important to me because CIDA is kind of like the gold standard of accreditation for interior design schools. So I didn't want to lacks on the quality of schooling that I was going to get, but I also didn't feel that it was necessary to get involved in heavy student loans. Yeah, like that, I think that's always an important thing, like when I talk to people about like college and like just any type of school where you have to do a lot of student loan debt in general, because like you almost have to think about like, what's the ROI? Like how much do I have to make back just to like break even? Which is crazy when you think about it, because like, you know, you'll have like, say, for instance, we go to school. Right. And then we are like trying to do this career and we're in one hundred fifty thousand dollars in debt. And then we have to like worry about, man, how am I going to pay off one hundred fifty thousand dollars in debt just to break even? And that's not even just to make money, you know, and 
right. and that's not including all the credit card debt, all the other stuff. Like it's just overwhelming. So I, I think at least especially being black, I feel like you just have to just think about those things when you, and this is anyone who's listening at home, like think about like how much you have to make and also like make sure that you're not just recklessly going after a degree or something that's not going to pay off dividends for you. Because I think the mistake is people think just because they got a diploma that it's going to yield results. A lot of times it's not. A lot of times, you know, you go to school and I wish I knew this back in the day. I should have went for like something that was more related to like what I'm trying to do as opposed to just doing something just because, oh, I got a degree, you know, because my parents wanted me to get a degree and then, you know, I'll, I'll figure stuff out. It kind of was one, one of those type of things with me. And I don't know if y'all upbringings were the same as mine, but I feel like that was kind of like maybe one of the critical mistakes I made when I was younger. But I feel like also, on the other hand, I feel like some of those lessons I learned kind of helped shape what I'm doing today as well. So it's kind of, it costs a lot of money to get to that point. But I feel like, you know, as long as you learn a lesson from anything that you do, I feel like it's not really a complete waste. Yeah, Cam, I can definitely second that. Growing up, I think I was just told because my parents, they didn't graduate from college, but they, I mean, we did all right. We were a middle-class family, but I think they just really believed that there is no future being a black man without getting a college education. And so I'm actually a college dropout and I went to school just doing something I didn't want to do for people, my parents, my family, from listening to people like, you're not, I'm an artist. Like I like to paint. So I was like, I can't make no money being an artist. But yeah, growing up, it was just a decision I had to make. And it definitely wasn't the right one. Going back, knowing what I know now, like if we could do that, I would have definitely chosen something in the tech field because I just didn't see that as a possibility growing up. Yeah, so it's kind of a good segue to like what my next point is. So Kevin, tell me more about like how you got to like the tech industry, all that stuff. Like since I know you said that you dropped out of college and stuff. Yeah, so just working a regular nine to five and talking with friends that are trying to figure out like how do we elevate our lives and our careers I had a friend reach out to me who was telling me about an apprenticeship, either learning design or web development. And I just went and spent a day in the studio at Super Friendly. I don't know if you ever heard of Dan Mall Super Friendly. They're a design agency right now. They're doing design systems. They're a big deal. And uh, Dan, he was like willing to let us work with him and see what it's like to run an agency on a day-to-day basis. And he taught us basically how to be self-learners. He did teach us some technical things, but I spent a lot of time teaching myself, building websites. And he eventually allowed us to take some of his work from him and make some money on our own. So I learned a lot in that apprenticeship. I was there about a year and uh, I learned some good skills, learned how to land clients. And and that's how I got my background. So now I'm three, that was in 2017. So this will be my third year really turn this into my full-time gig. That's dope. I I feel like doing apprenticeships or like mentorships or like, you know, just any type of internship. Yeah. I feel like that definitely is better than just, you know, practicing like at home. Like, cause I mean, I feel like there's only like, there's a cap, like there's only so much you can learn on your own. Like just actually being in like the, the line of fire, you know, per se, like, I feel like that definitely is something that will give you much better results and you actually will see yourself leveling up a whole lot more. And I yeah. definitely think that y'all got something really dope that y'all trying to do here because, yeah, I, I thought it was just interesting. Like, that's why I reached out to y'all because I was like, man, that, that sounds kind of cool. 
I know that it's going to be rough, you know, starting out, obviously, but I think that y'all definitely, if you stay at it, you'll definitely achieve everything that you want to achieve, especially since y'all are working together on this. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that, Cam. Yeah. I think for people, one of the biggest questions we get is kind of like, how does interior design and web design blend? You know, there it's hard for them to conceptualize the two, but for us, and for me especially, one of the things that I like to stay on track of is trends. And one of the things that I saw were in Europe and different countries around the world that there were design agencies that included interior design as well as web development. And I just looked into it more to figure out why was that. And it was really eye-opening to me to see that a lot of times we build our design assets in silos of like, this company will do the web, this company will do our marketing, this company will do our brick and mortar store or our pop-up or something like that. But a way to create consistency across the whole brand is to have those things work collaboratively together. And so if you can, from the door of, you know, your logo and everything like that to the end purchase of a customer inside of a physical store, if you can allow, if you can let that, if you can have that work seamlessly together, that's called like an omni-channel. And so that builds brands, that builds loyalty within brands. And we just wanted to bring that to our community because that wasn't something that I saw that we knew about or something that we saw as a pain point within our businesses that would allow us to grow if we were able to actually achieve those things. And so we wanted to just kind of bring it to our community and say, hey, this is what they're doing, you know, for us to stay competitive with them, let us get on track with them. Yeah. And are y'all like a little bit concerned of kind of not really that y'all are doing this, but like maybe the consumer thinks, okay, they're, you know, they're black and they're trying to have this design agency that is just a black design agency. You know, like some people kind of pigeonhole y'all in a certain spot and it kind of limits like what the reach that y'all can bring. Like, oh, y'all a little bit worried about that? No, I don't think so because I think it's important to have an expertise and I don't think we want to be generalist. I don't think it's a good idea to be a generalist in business. I think to find a lane and to stick to that lane is important because then, you know, people know that they can come to you and rely on you for the expertise of something specific instead of coming to you for anything general and, you know, kind of piecemealing. And we want to bring the best for the clients that we work with. We don't want to just give them, you know, mediocre things, trying to do too many things. So I don't think it's a concern. I think just something that we really want to do is just value proposition ourselves into the right niche. So that's what we're working through. Kind of give me a segue to my next point is like, I know with the COVID-19 stuff happening right now, are y'all a little concerned on starting your business right now as opposed to maybe waiting a few months and when everything kind of blows over or? Yeah, I think being at home with a little bit extra time was like the perfect time to get it. And I think we really took advantage of our time being home and really dialed in and focused on what it is we want to do and how it is we want to do it. It is nerve wracking because we don't know when it's going to open back up, but when it does, we're gonna we got the ball rolling already, and we don't want to be playing uh, catch up. We want to be ahead of the ball when it's when it's time to get to it. Yeah, I think it's a good idea because I I know especially like a lot of people are kind of like holding stuff off, and like I know a lot of companies are even they're not even doing a lot of ad spending compared to what they were doing before this happened. So it's it's kind of interesting 
like people's strategies that have like some people are either dialing it back and waiting for everything to open and then you got other people that like like y'all are like you know taking advantage of this opportunity because you know you have more online sales so then once you get actually the ball rolling again with the actually like going out and reaching out to people personally you'll be able to like get those too so you kind of like you're hitting two different fronts and you'll be strong in in both aspects as opposed to just being like one way or the other because i know a lot of businesses they were so reliant on talking to people face to face that they're yeah. struggling right now because they're having to go the online route. Yeah. yeah. I think we're actually at an advantage as well, because when you think of the sales funnel in marketing, it starts with awareness. And so right now everybody is connected through social media. And so this is the time where we can build the awareness of what it is that our company is, what we offer, how we can help others. And that is just the beginning of how, you know, you convert someone into an actual client. So I think that this is a great time because everybody's kind of, their eyes are peeled and they're looking and they're scrolling through their phones and they're trying to connect. And so it's, it's a good time to just build awareness. And what would you say, like for someone that's starting out, like if they're trying to build their own agency, whether it's a digital agency, interior design agency, like any type of agency like that, like where should they go first? Well, the first place they could go is to our blog (laughs) (laughs) on July 5 Design. We do talk about and we plan to continue to talk about just web design, interior design, our experiences with new software or new programs or new processes, those kinds of things. So I think that that's a great resource that people can go to. And I think part of our mission is that we not only want to work with clients, but eventually down the line, we want to be able to offer apprenticeships and mentorships as well. So that's kind of built into how we communicate with our client is we want people to learn along with us and just so that they also understand the value of what it is that we do. And I think that there are so many resources that just Googling, you know, how to start a design agency will take you down a rabbit hole or how to start an interior design agency. There are so many people out there, you know, giving things for free. And I, my favorite thing to do is like sign up for one of those free seminars that somebody's going to have, because you know that they're going to try to sell you something at the end I and mean, get all the information that you can, and then start that research on your own, resist the sales pitch and start the research on your own of whatever it was that they offered you just a small glimpse of. And it's important to be a self-learner, like both of us kind of said that we are, because you have to just take small bits of information and be able to exploit it and, and figure it out. Yeah, I think this is not really a resource, but I think just a good start for anybody is really trying to just find their market. I think that's difficult. I think a lot of people believe if you could do a whole lot of things and be a generalist, then people will pay you to do it. And it's like, I, I think... That's counterintuitive. You want to look like an expert and not somebody that's just good at a bunch of things. If you just look like you're all right at doing all these things, I think that is going to be a negative towards you and your your business. So I think if you can find a niche, really drill into that and oversaturate that. Yeah, it's funny you said that because like I'm taking this marketing course and they were talking about what you just talking about, how like is good to like know a little bit of everything, but be really good at like maybe one or two things to like mm-hmm. be that guy. So that if, you know, like obviously if someone needs help on something that's general and like you can help them, but you want to be that person that if they need help with like say social media, like as far as like expanding their, their brand for that. 
you would be that guy for that. Or mm-hmm. in your case, it's, you know, you're like real good with like web design. So you're like that, you'd be the web design guy. And yeah. then, you know, with Lauren, she's the interior design person. So she really got the interior design aspect. And obviously I don't know much about interior design, so I can't like go any deeper than that. But <laughs> yeah, people who, who listen to this, they kind of know what I'm talking about with this. But yeah, like I, I think that's a good idea. And, and y'all have like two different design things that design is trying to do. So it kind of helps that y'all are going to be experts at two different things as opposed to just someone being an expert at one thing and y'all can be able to reach a lot more people that way, which I think is real dope. Right. We want to be considered like a one-stop shop kind of thing. So if you have a retail brand that's black owned and you need everything, soup to nuts from logo design to website, customized through to maybe a pop-up shop or a actual physical store. We want to be able to provide you all of those things. And then the marketing to draw people to those places. We want to be able to provide all of those things. One, because it cuts down on the client's time. Um, They don't have to reach out to all these different people to find these different things. And two, it just creates better brains. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. So, I mean, I'm sure I've Shoot, I appreciate y'all taking the time out of your busy schedule to like talk to me. This has been real, real helpful for me. Like I, I knew n- nothing about interior design before I talked to you, Lauren. So like, it, <laughs> and I like that you you share kind of a little bit about your background as well because I've had different people on the show, on my podcast, and every person I've talked to, I feel like has a different thing that they're bringing to the table. Like it, it's like I talk to people that like in, into like interior design, like you. You got people like, you know, web design, you got people like uh, Kevin. And then we got also, we got people that are into like, you know, cybersecurity, into, mm-hmm. you know, fitness. Like it's, it's all different stuff. Like it's, it's crazy. Like, like honestly, when I started this podcast, I never thought that I have so many people be interested to hop on my podcast because I'm yeah. a nobody right now. Nobody really <laughs> knows who I am yet. So, but it's been real dope. Like just hearing everyone's story and like y'all just taking the time to even uh, come on the show. Yeah, I think what you're doing is great. We appreciate the opportunity just to be able to talk and and to connect. I think that's important that as Blacks in this field and industry that we connect and we have a network of our own. So keep doing what you're doing. This is great. Yeah, and when you blow up, Cam, we're going to remember this episode. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right, right, right. That's the goal. That's the goal, like for sure. But uh, yeah, can y'all like plug in anything that y'all haven't plugged, like for people maybe that are listening at home or maybe some of your socials as well? Yeah, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram right now at July5 underscore design. And our website and blog is found at July5design.com. You can check us out there. All right, cool, cool. So yeah, like y'all check them out. Definitely, you know, anything y'all need design related, you know, definitely reach out to them. They're going to do some great work for you. But everyone else who's listening, y'all appreciate y'all listening every week. Got another great episode next week. But until then, I will see y'all later. Bye.